these six things together, if you're able to do that every week, I feel like it's, it's a good thing. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James Carberry. I'm joined as always by Sangram Vajray. Sangram, how are you doing today, man? I am fantastic. I woke up at 5 a.m. today. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Which, uh, which segues nicely into the topic of what we're going to be talking about today. Talking about a book that we have both read. You are actually much more of a practitioner of the book than I am, but the book is called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Sangram, tell us a little bit about the, the book and, and the value that you've gotten out of it. Well, so I'm not as as much as uh, I would like to be because it's it's hard. It's freaking hard. It is. But I do notice every time I, I follow it, it's it's like the per, like it's almost like the perfect day. So hopefully, it really inspires both of us. So that's why I wanted to do this because if, once we put things out there, you know, you, you can feel guilty about it, yep. and, and you end up doing it. But this book is all around how do you have the best day by waking up like at 5 a.m. and how you transform your almost life. And it sounds crazy to even say that and think that sounds almost gimmicky, but it's all about how do you do whatever you need to do and and we'll walk through that. But before 8 a.m., how do you just have insane amount of energy and productivity so that Mm -hmm. transforms the rest of the day for you? And I thought I've been thinking and doing this on and off, so not consistently, on and off for the last almost two years so I think I have some, some definitely reflection to do on this. Yeah. So I, the thing I like about the book is it really gives you a tangible kind of outline for what to do in the morning. So it, it walks through a six step morning routine to kind of create and shape that time in the morning. So in giving you that structure, you're not just waking up at the butt crack of dawn for the sake of waking up. Like you're waking up and then you're doing very intentional and methodical things kind of following this framework that ends up, you know, personal development is is part of that. So you have time baked into your morning routine where you're developing personally and there's some meditation and like some quiet, some space in there for you to kind of be reflective. So I like how much structure it gives you. I, I know that a lot of people enjoy that, but what were some of the like kind of the biggest specific takeaways for you since you've you know read the book more recently than I have? Yeah, man, I literally had to go read it again to to get motivated because I yeah. wasn't wasn't doing it. But you hear a couple of things, right? One, he asked a very pointed question, and this might be the question we leave everybody with in the end again, which is like like, you know, why did you wake up today? Mm-hmm. You, know, you think about that as a question and you you know you almost have to pause and wonder like why did you wake up today what mm-hmm. purpose do you have today is it just to like wake up brush your teeth get to job put your kids to school like what like or all those things like almost activity driven or you woke up today with a purpose and i think that question is a very big question and i feel like we all need to to wrestle with it and and try to be honest with ourselves because some of us like me 
I didn't have a good answer for it. Like, why did, why did I wake up today? I'm like, man, I got a shitload of things to do. Yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. You know, he really walks through, as you said, like those uh, six things. It was like, all right, well, you know, it allows you to get your mindset around your purpose. And everyone has a different purpose in life. It, it doesn't have to be materialistic or financial or, you know, just family oriented. It could be self-oriented. So whatever that is, it, it really helps you get there. And it took me about six months to really define some of those things. And then it really made it more and more productive. So I think that that question, like, why did you wake up? It was really something that got me. Yeah, Yeah, I I remember the first time I read that, just, I mean, it's an incredibly inspirational book. And I think he even talks in the beginning, it might be the end of the book, where he says, hey, you are not going to read this one time and be able to implement it. You need to read it a second time. And I think that's why I did it for like three weeks, maybe yeah. even three days. I don't even know if I made it three <laughs> weeks because I didn't reread it. So this is definitely a book that you need to, to read twice. I think I have it on Audible. I need to I need to go through it again. But I think it'd be helpful for us to go through those six things. I've got them pulled up right here. The acronym for the the six part kind of morning routine, the acronym for it is SAVERS. And so the the first component uh, Sangram of, of the kind of six part morning routine is silence. And so, you know, it's meditation, prayer, breathing, whatever it is for you. It's, you know, this, the, the idea is, you know, you get quiet, you, you block out chatter, you start the day with, you know, really just being in a calm space. Would you say for you, Sangram, like, is this the, the silence component of this? Is this easy for you? Is it tough for you to kind of be silent for, for that long, I know you. You know you get. You're like me. You get a lot of your energy being around other people. Like, has this been a challenge for you? Man, it's like uh, it's one of those things. Where it's like so hard. It is so hard, and it is like because I've like all these million different things kind of going in my yeah. head, and I want to like stop and and write it down or do something or send that email or whatever that is, and it forces. It really forces me to kind of sit down. And sometimes I get more stressed out by sitting down. Which is clearly not the point yeah. of it, but it, but I think over a period of time it has helped me kind of focus and and as we go through it, I feel like what I learned from all of this is that it doesn't have to be necessarily done in that fashion and, and you know so so let's just go through the six steps and then maybe we just jump around a little bit yeah. there totally so so the first one is silence. The next one is affirmations. If I'm honest, I kind of thought this one was a little bit frou frouy. It's encouraging words that you tell yourself to achieve your goals. It's like basically speaking those things out loud. I totally get how it can be helpful. I haven't done it consistently to be able to say that it you know, produces results. It's one of the aspects of the book that I don't, you know, if I'm being totally transparent, was a kind of a bit of a turnoff. But then he shares stories, uh, you know, multiple stories about people that have done this. They've done these uh, verbal affirmations speaking out their goals and and kind of speaking that stuff into existence. And apparently it works. I I have not done it, but uh, there's affirmations, then there's visualization. So where SAV visualization is essentially just kind of imagining yourself doing each thing step by step, kind of thinking about what you need to do to accomplish those goals. The next one is exercise. So it doesn't have to be, you know, powerlifting or, you know, long distance running could be, you know, body weight exercises for five minutes just to kind of get the blood flowing and, and get oxygen going to the brain. The, the fourth one, the R is reading. So this is what I alluded to earlier, personal development, just really filling your mind with, with good content that's developing you. The last one 
it's clear that they were trying to come up with the acronym, but you know, the last S in savers is scribing. So this is essentially writing or journaling uh, as a way of processing your thoughts. We've obviously done episodes on this show of you journaling and, and talking about the importance of it. But so those are the six. You've got silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Of those, Sangram, kind of what stands out is what has been particularly helpful for you as you've walked through kind of this morning routine for a bit. Yeah, man. I think so. Like in the last two years, I've tried it in every different form. And you know, some of you, it has been extremely hard to do it all as he has put out there. And as people have said it, that, you know, it, it stressed me out to like, okay, is it 10 minutes yet? Let me do the next thing and that kind yeah. of thing. So I actually stopped for, for a minute. I'm trying to like, what is the purpose of this? The purpose is to really get in tune with why you, why you woke up. Like that's going back to that question. So yeah. I've kind of moved things around. So I do my journaling at night. Uh, because okay. that's when it helps me kind of calm down, really reflect on my day and also write something like, what do I want to focus on tomorrow? And it, that's part of my journaling habit. So that I've moved around all, all around, like morning, middle of the day, a little bit or something like that. And then finally, I think I've settled on, it's been more than like six, eight months now that at night before I go to sleep, that has just been a great, great, great practice for me. So mm. I moved that even reading, as you and I've talked about being in people of faith, like I'll read Bible, right? You know, try to read it before I go to sleep. And I feel like that just calms me down, puts things in perspective. I'm able to reflect. I'm able to have a conversation with my wife. It just really, really helps get those. So I try to do those two, those two things together at night. Now, the other part, uh, the, the part of like, you know, being silent and, and the mode, you know, really, really focusing and affirmations. I actually think the visualization specifically is a really, really interesting thing. I did like, and I think almost like the affirmations and the visualization, almost you can pull that together into mm. one. So I have in every notebook uh, that I've ever written in the last couple of years, on the first page, that's what I've written. And it's a reminder to me that that's what it's all about. And I've written like 10 things that, that are things that I'm, I'm thinking about are important for me. So it's almost like puts things in perspective. Like when I'm having a bad day, when I'm having a good day, or when I think this is going really well, but I don't feel like great about it, I'm able to go back to this and say, is just this, is this in line with what I think my life needs to be about? So those affirmations and visualization, I think I combined that into this one thing where I've written those 10 commandments for myself. And said, this is what I want people to say when I die, almost, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I want to have in my things to be done by the time I die or, or be, be known for. So all that really is pulled into these 10 commandments for myself. And so I've, I've broken this, maybe the rule of, of what the miracle morning is. But, but what has really helped me more than anything, James, is the ability to wake up at 5 a.m., and be able to do a whole bunch of things before 7 a.m. Yeah. And I don't do that every day, but the days I do it, man, I feel great. Man, wrong. I feel great. And exercise, I think that's the third one. I try to do like three times a week. So it's not necessarily happening in the morning, but it's happening like three times a week, literally middle of the day. And I will block off time on my calendar three times a week to go work out. So I've broken it down, but I feel like these six things together, if you're able to do that, every week, I feel like it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a huge aspect of the miracle morning is the fact that it's challenging you to just literally give yourself more hours in the day that can be productive. So obviously if you're waking up at five, 
you know, you need to you need to be going to bed earlier. But the reality is most of us aren't getting real productive work done later at night anyway. So by cutting off those hours at the end of the night, you know, we're not really cutting off productive hours by going to bed earlier. That's probably just kind of our Netflix time or time that we could probably afford to lose anyway. At least it was for me whenever I was going through the process. And, And then simply by giving yourself an extra two to three hours of productivity you know, I, I love the structure and the silence and, you know, the visualization piece and giving you know time to exercise in the morning and reading, journaling, like all of those things are, are good things to do. But, but the fact of the matter is you get those things done and now you've got a lot of additional time to get stuff done before your inbox starts getting flooded, before your phone starts ringing, before meetings get started. And by giving yourself that time, you can end up, I found that I was piling through really productive tasks that had been on my to-do list for weeks and weeks. And I was able to knock them out relatively quickly because I was giving myself the time and space to actually do it. So, you know, this has been, this has been an inspiration for me to dive back into it because I really do think that there are a lot of use cases of, of people that are winning in a big, big way because, you know, they get up earlier than, than the next guy. And so I don't want to be prescriptive and say that it has to be for everybody but I definitely can see how it would be extremely beneficial. Yeah, man. I think the other part, you know, he quotes a lot of different people in here and we have reviewed another book from Robin Sharma around the monk that sold his Ferrari, I think at some point. He has a quote from there. And then I think you and I have been listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. I think he talks about this as well, is the idea that 95% of the people have regret in Mm. their life. And, you know, that is just a true statement. Like I didn't, jump into entrepreneurship until I was 37. Mm. And I feel like I was afraid. I was worried about letting people down or letting myself down. And I was using every kind of excuse. And the biggest excuse of all, as we all know, the mother of all excuses is time. Like we don't have time, right? And I feel like this takes away that thing. And I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and now he wakes up at like 4 a.m. And he doesn't three days a week uh, because he's working. He's an engineer by trade and he is working on this app and his, he had this idea for about six years or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and he hasn't implemented it. And in lately from last two months, he has been doing it and he's now finding this time. And he's like, man, he, I, I, anyway, with his early, just the kid, they, they have like eight month old kids. So they are able to, anyway, they're sleeping at like eight thirty or nine because the kid wakes up in the, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Right? So he's like, dude, I'm already up. He already goes to work at 5.30 or something like that. He's like, man, I'm just going to wake up at 4 and do it. And yes, he's super tired at 8. 8 o'clock at night, he is done. He's beat and he wants to go to sleep. So he's, he has to adjust. He and his wife are adjusting on that schedule. But the productivity, he's like, man, I haven't made so much progress in six years that I've made in like you know a month or two. Yeah, it's so, it's so true. That And I think that's where like, you know, if we go back to that quote of like 95% of the people have regrets. And if that's true for, for us, for people who are listening, and if time is an excuse, hope today, either pick up this book or just, you know, you can go online. All the stuff is written online. So there's nothing crazy in this book that you won't find online on that savers thing that James should kind of talk through. But man, like, what will it do if you even wake up one hour early? Um, yeah. Than you normally do. Like, what yeah. that do if you're able to focus for one hour? And that may be on the work you want to do, like my neighbor is doing, or as James said, on yourself, which is really what this book is about. It's like you read 
something. You don't pick up your phone the first for the first hour. You you actually read something. Yeah, it may be if you're a faith based, maybe it's battle for you or something like that. Or maybe it is something that the book that you want to read like ten minutes of uh, or a chapter of a book every you said that you can't read. Or, or it could be writing, or it could be picking up another hobby, or or just meditating, or yoga, or exercise. Whatever it is, what if you were able to wake up one hour early? What will that do? And I think that's something that people can almost take that as a challenge. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I I think this has been fantastic. I think it's going to be really valuable for listeners. If you're listening to this, please feel free to connect with both Sangram and I on LinkedIn. We're both really active on the platform. You can find Sangram Vajray, Terminus, Flip My Funnel. You'll you'll find him really easily on LinkedIn. I'm James Carberry, C A R B A R Y. Would love to connect with listeners of this show on LinkedIn and both putting out content on a regular basis there. Would love to engage with you on your content and have you engaging on ours and and just really continue to build the community that Sangram has done a masterful job of creating with Flip My Funnel. So Sangram, thank you so much for your time today. I think this has been incredible. I love that kind of lasting takeaway toward the end there. Is there anything else you want to let listeners know as we wind this one down today? James, do you want to have a challenge with me of like waking up an hour early for the next week and see how? Yeah, yeah, we can. uh, This week will be interesting because I'll be in Boston at two conferences. So I think it'll be a little bit of a cheat for me because I'm going to be waking up normally earlier than I normally would anyway, because I have to be at conferences. But yeah, man, I'm up for it. All right, but let's keep each other accountable. So start you you start getting texts from me at 5 a.m. Like, hey, I'm ready to go and see what happens. Right. Yeah, the gifts that I send you in return might not be uh, as happy, but, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see if I can pull it off. Yeah, as we close off, I think that was the the last maybe takeaway for people that I, I think that was really good for me in the early days to keep going. I found a an accountability buddy, which is something that he said in the book as well. To find someone who also wants to do the same thing, and if you do find it, then I mean, I literally him and I, Michael, uh, Michael and I would each other, text each other at 5 a.m. And man, like when you know somebody's waking up and like doing something and you're not, like yeah. that sucks. So I think uh, a lot of times the darkness sometimes fools us, but knowing that somebody's up and they texted you at 5 a.m. is actually a pretty good kick in the butt. So you've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.